Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Pixels Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing game selection and the impact that that can have on your success as a streamer. We are going to be joined by Karlik and his details can be found in the description below, but we're going to be discussing the impact of a game selection and its success to you and your career as a streamer. We're also going to be discussing a, a, a good way to actually see if the games you are playing are actually going to be conducive to your growth or they're actually limiting your exposure. So, without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring Karlik back up. Um, again, all details can be found in the description below. And if you have a topic you want us to cover, please let us know in the descriptions down below. But let's get Karlik onto the phone. Karlik, welcome back to another podcast. Ooh, doing all the work. <laughs> so, today we're going to be discussing game selection and the impact that this can have on your success as a streamer. People don't really realize that your game selection really can impact how successful you are and how quickly or slowly you you grow. Yeah, and it can also affect how much you want to stream. So it's really important to pick games you enjoy while still finding that growth that you want. Yeah. So, look, first and foremost, my advice when it comes to streaming is to always pick something that you're going to enjoy. Especially if you are starting out as a streamer, you want to be playing things that you actually enjoy because if you're going to be sitting there talking to yourself for two, three, four, five hours a day, you want to make sure that you're filling that time in with at least something you enjoy. Some people mm. obviously go ahead and play these games, these really, really popular games just for views. Now, I will be bringing something up later on in the, um, in the podcast and I'm going to be telling you why this is an absolutely terrible thing to do if you're playing an absolute hyped game because there are actual statistics and data to show that you will not grow on these high games, especially if you are new to streaming or you have a very, very low viewer average already. You are going to be a drop in the ocean and the way that these streaming platforms are organizing um, their creators through their website you are going to be pushed right down to the very, very bottom. So discoverability is already pretty abysmal on Twitch. The chances of someone finding you are next to zero. Yeah, unless you're already an established streamer with a pretty decent viewer base, I'd basically avoid the newest, latest, greatest game unless you want to play it specifically for yourself. Yeah, exactly right. In which case, you've managed your expectations, as we mentioned in another podcast, to slow your roll and just go, yep, I know what I'm getting into when I stream such a game. Yep. So, look, if you do have any questions for us, um, we, we have a links to all our social media in the description below. We also have a link to a Discord if you want to directly ask us questions. But I want to ask you, Carl, like, what kind of games do you play and I guess what kind of viewership do you gain from, from those particular games? So, games I tend to play, I'm more of a retro-ish sort of gamer for the most part. I don't tend to play the latest and greatest very often. Um, with the exception of Cyberpunk, I know there's a whole debate to be had about Cyberpunk and all that stuff, but as a game itself, that's like the newest game I played. Prior to that, I bought Doom at the start of last year, uh, but pretty much everything else, you know, I tend to play older games. Yep. So I'll play like original Doom. I'll go back, play some PS2 stuff. I've actually been playing a lot of NBA Street 
uh, from the PS2 era, uh, which is just a great fun game. I've also been playing a crap load of Tetris, although granted it's Tetris Effect, mm. but it, at the end of the day, it's Tetris. It's an it's a game that's been out since the 80s and hasn't really changed. Yeah. Uh, so I've played a lot of older games. Now, there is something to be said about the market for these older games. So when I do something like Tetris, I will only really get Tetris diehards who come through because I do marathon mode runs where mm. I'll play for four to six hours for a single game it'll be a really long long individual run of tetris yeah and a lot of people come in to see the endurance of it now if you're not that great at tetris and you want to play it for fun go for it because you will get people who will come in and try to teach you the little tricks and things like that Mm. uh, that you can learn now that's a very niche market if i play something like kingdom hearts for those who don't know i was doing a kingdom hearts challenge where i'm leveling to 100 on the first island which is the dumbest thing I've ever done in a video game. And Still got to get into it. Pre- <laughs> yeah, I've got to get back to it. I still <laughs> got my PS4 back. I'll get it back eventually. I'm going up to see my friend in a couple of weeks, so I'll be pinching it back then. Um, so we'll be getting back on that grind, which is not fun. I've already done 110 hours of that bloody thing. Um, so, But I do something like that. I'm going to get the people who love Kingdom Hearts, who want to see something a little silly. I'm going to get the people who just want to come watch something chill yeah. and just chat. And you're going to get like people like speedrunners and things come through or people who like to mod the game because they want to see, you know, something a little different, you know. I'm, it's something we mentioned in another podcast where we talk about, you know, diversifying what you're doing with a single game. So stuff like that can work. You know, I played Simpsons Hit and Run. I got some pretty good viewers for doing something like that. Mm. But that wasn't because I was chasing viewers. I did it because that was a game I wanted to play. But the numbers will go depending on the game. Yeah. So, Pixel, you mentioned something about a site or something that had a like, what's kind of best viewer to game yeah. sort of thing. So, for context, for me, I basically only played games that I enjoyed. Now, because I do stream um, on an Aussie time zone, um, apparently, mm. a lot of the streaming sites, uh, the time that I stream. It is the quietest time on the side, not only for streamers, but mainly for viewers. So that means there are less viewers going Mm -hmm. around for the streamers who are live at the time that I stream. So that's just, it just kind of sucks that we're on an Aussie Mm -hmm. time zone. Um, You know, when I stream, it's about 3, 4 a.m. in the morning for a lot of people around the world. Um, Mm -hmm. And just with my current lifestyle, having a full-time job and all this stuff, I'm, I'm really limited as to the time that I can stream. What mm. I then got sick of was just my viewership not really growing. So that's why I got into Restream, which will be a podcast all on its own. Um, yeah, that's a big discussion yeah. to be had. But then what I also got into um, was going, I guess, taking a deep dive into the numbers. Now, I don't suggest you become obsessed with numbers and don't let the numbers dictate your self-worth or your idea of you as a streamer. Use it to constructively, I guess, criticize yourself and help build mm. yourself and, and give yourself a platform to actually direct your streams and what you're doing in a constructive way. So if you're yeah. seeing, you know, one particular game that you really like isn't doing that well for, for viewers, but you really like playing it, maybe you could play it outside of stream. And if your intentional goal is to make streaming a full-time thing, play games that are going to get you a bit more exposure in the streaming mm. market. One side that um, I have come across, and you might know of this if you are listening or you yourself, Carlick, it's called Sully Gnome. Now, this website is basically, it's, it's purely, it's, it's mainly around Twitch 
and you can mm. actually look up um, games and also Twitch channels, and it'll give you mm. different statistics. You know, for let's say games, for example, how many how many people have watched, how many hours of watch time it's got in the last three days, seven days, fourteen days, hundred and eighty year. You know, you can just pick anything you want. You get stream time, mm. pick viewers, pick channels, streamers, average viewers, average channel. So it gives you a, a wild and insane breadth of numbers and data that you can use to your advantage mm. to pick games that are not only going to be fun for you. Because you can look for games that you enjoy yourself, but you can also see how they're tracking in terms of viewership and potential for growth to further, you know, push your channel to where you want it to be. Definitely. And one thing to note, though, like when you see the numbers from a site like that, don't put all your money on that being the case for that given day. Yep. Remember, at the end of the day, streaming is luck based. Mm. Use the numbers to help make an informed decision as yep. to whether. You know, you want to do something like that. For example, I mentioned I have a spare key for PC Building Simulator that I'm going to send to Pixel eventually when I can be bothered to get copy and paste. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, very simple thing to do, just like him hitting install on Doom Eternal. But, you know, we're there. Uh, but basically, something like that, you know, you go, okay, in my personal experience, I've streamed it. I streamed it for six hours. I think I averaged like eight to 10 viewers when yeah. I streamed it. And that's a personal experience. And I stream at a very different time to what Pixel does. Do note that. Even though we're both Australian, I live an hour and a bit away from him. The difference is the fact that I personally, you know, I work a casual job. Hmm. I tend to work afternoons. I tend to stay up quite late yep. instead because I don't have as many commitments. I go to the gym really early in the morning, at like yep. 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, because that's my lifestyle. Yep. So you've got to make what you do work with what obviously your lifestyle is mm. don't make it the only thing you do exercise eat healthy all that good stuff not that i do much of that <laughs> but basically when you see these numbers and you break down your analytics and things like that don't go in going oh crap i didn't get enough viewers today i didn't get enough you know diversification on my views or you know i didn't get quite the engagement and that understand how they work mm. you know and why they work not what they are yeah okay exactly so if you have a stream where you have say a hundred viewers right you get a hundred views for the stream and you had 10 people talk in the stream and it's consistent the whole way through and your chat's always moving to me that is better than having 200 people come through and then maybe you know 15 people talk but very sparingly because yeah the engagement realistically is a lot lower. Yeah. So understand how the numbers work and what you play can really determine that. Mm. Um, as I've mentioned in the past, I started out in StarCraft and anyone who knows StarCraft, that game is an RTS. So you don't take your eyes off the screen yep. for the most part. You are glued to it. The reason why I consider myself pretty good at streaming, not because I have a good quality stream or the best quality stream or anything like that. Pardon me, sorry. Uh, is solely because I am used to reading chat constantly. Yep. So if someone chats, I'm going to see it, unless I am absolutely engrossed in the game that I am playing. So like, that's another thing to take into consideration. Is said game going to allow me to read chat? Anyone who has seen me play those Tetris marathon runs, I will have to pause the game to be able to read chat because the game is moving so fast. I don't have the luxury of looking at two screens at once in order to do it. Yeah. 
No, so for your sorry for yourself, would you say you prefer a slower pace game or a faster pace game? Uh, for me, in terms of because I I'm a streamer who likes to engage with my chat more than mm. I like to pay attention to the games, which is why my game plays absolute trash. So, oh I, yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I I prefer something Switch actually. Camera, bro. <laughs> I prefer something in the middle where it doesn't require me to just stick mm. to the game and ignore my chat so i like mm. a little bit of fast pace where it is exciting to watch but not yep. to the point where you just get you know to the point where it's like sorry chat i can't respond to this and you just get so stressed and put under pressure and that defeats the whole purpose of streaming that game out unless you mm. can actually multitask in a high pressure high stress game you know, I would actually suggest you go with a sort of a medium or slower paced game where you can focus on the chat because that is a whole point of streaming. You want to engage with people. Definitely. Start slow yep. and build up. Exactly. Um, one one good example I want to bring up actually was your stream the other day uh, of Jack 2 mm. where you would stop reading chat for like a two-minute section where the game was intense and you have to focus on the game. And then you because you get a lot of like kind of downtime to just piss fight around in the game. Mm you could do that while reading chat. Yep. So it's not so much pressure on you, uh, the player, because people will come to either see someone completely suck at a game yep. or be very good at it. It's very rare someone wants to see you be mediocre. And if mm. you, you're you not the best gamer in the world, let's be real, none of us are. No. You know, we're not esports champions or anything like that. Granted, I did qualify for a couple of tournaments. <laughs> uh, not that I won. I lost in the first round every time. But um, basically what I'm saying is, You've got to be able to make it so your stream and the, your gameplay for the game you like to play is enjoyable for the viewer. So interaction is going to be the key. So if you are terrible with interaction, play a slower game where you can really focus on chat. Doesn't mean go out and find the slowest pace game you can find, like Desert Bus or something stupid like that, hmm. where you're just going to talk to chat. Because at that point, do a just chatting stream. Yeah. But learn to play the game you love and talk at the same time, even if you want to practice it in your own time. Yeah. Um, yep. Now, as I said, sort of toward the start of this podcast, the website Sally No, it is a you can you can use it to. It's not a guarantee that you're going to be getting um, mm. these types of viewers. However, it's something that you can use, as you said before, to make an informed decision as to what you play. So. We discussed at the start of the video um, not playing, or sorry, at the start of the podcast, not playing games that are overly hyped or brand new. Mm. One of the highest, I guess, watched and streamed games was Fortnite. In the last 30 days, it was mm. Fortnite. It ranked number five. Um, Rust is just going huge because a lot of big streamers are playing this at the moment. Um, yeah, I think it had an update. So every time yeah. any any of those survival games get an up, update and then their viewership is through mm, the roof. Yeah. So what I'm looking for when I play a game is obviously first, if a game comes to mind, I'm like, great. Do I enjoy that? Yes, no. Is it something that interests me? Yes, no. If it does interest me, that's my most important thing because if I'm not having a good time, then no one else in this, you know, in this stream or mm. anywhere is going to have a good time watching me. People can see through the the, the crap. What yeah. I'm then going to be doing is going over to Sally Gnome and looking for the average viewer ratio. So this is, I guess, the the division between the streamers and mm. so how many people are streaming the game. 
over the average viewers. So this means that, you know, if there are X amount of streamers, that's your competition and you have average yep. viewers, that means that those average amount of viewers are spread out against X amount of streamers. That then gives you your viewer or your average viewer ratio. So let's take Fortnite, for example. This had 656,000 streamers over the last 30 days. Yeah, Jeez. average viewers was only 122,000. So when you put those numbers together, you only get an average viewer ratio of 12.5. Now, we will point out 12.5 if you are lucky enough to, you know, pull those numbers. Remember, you're competing against 600,000 other streams. Yep. To be in the top 1% of streamers of Twitch, now this number will have changed a little bit from last time I looked into it, mm. is to actually only have 10 or more viewers. Yep. Now, remember, the law of averages means over a big group. This doesn't mean everyone gets those numbers. Mm. The vast majority get nowhere near it. Yep. It's about maybe 15, 20, even up to 50 people that will pull big numbers. Yep. And I mean big numbers where they'll get like 10,000 plus or 1,000 plus viewers. Mm. Now, you can be a stream with a couple hundred viewers and that is awesome. That is a fantastic stream compared to something like me any day of the week. Hmm. But if you are streaming it solely for viewers and you're only pulling those kind of numbers when you're competing against, you know, those giants in the field, it's going to be really hard to kind of push yourself. And you, yep. that's where like diversifying your content, which you should listen to our other podcast on, can help with something like that. Hmm. Especially if you're, you know, say you stream only Fortnite because that's the game you love, you're good at it. It gets you, you know, maybe 10 to 15 views. Say you're in that kind of range. If you're getting that and that's all you're doing and just streaming and nothing else, then you're going to kind of be stuck sitting around that 10 to 15. Because yep. a lot of people will either go to the top or to the bottom yep. of a stream. So they'll go, okay, I want to look at the people with no views mm. or I want to look at the people with views. I tend to go to the people with no views or low views in order to give them a view because... I find uh, smaller streams a little more enjoyable because I can have that more intimate one-on-one -on -one conversation with yep, a person. Exactly. And I've made many great friends over the years doing stuff like yeah. that. You know, um, your stream, for example, you know, you're in that kind of 7 to 15 range. Mm. So you're not like super busy, but you're kind of at that point for me where I am personally very comfortable act like acting in a chat. Yeah. And that's another thing you got to take into account. If you're playing a game that's super busy like Fortnite, yeah where there is a lot of activity with the game, you're going to have chat moving a lot quicker. Yep. And it ties to what we said earlier, being able to read chat and respond. So mm. do keep that in yep. mind. Now, with this Salino website, just because you see a large uh, average viewer ratio, it doesn't guarantee that you will get that. It just mm. shows the potential for growth. So as we said, Fortnite, once you crunch all the numbers, you have a 12.5 average viewer ratio so to me i look at that and say well look that's not really that high which means the potential for growth really isn't that high at all so if you love fortnite but your intention is to grow by all means play fortnite outside of stream go go for your life but if you're playing to grow on stream maybe pick another game that you enjoy that also has a a much higher average viewer ratio so another example that um i have here is hearthstone 
I personally mm. don't play the game, um, but the average viewer ratio when you crunch its numbers, you know, Fortnite was twelve. This is a hundred and twenty-four. Mm. And I just want to uh, point out, Blizzard can suck a dick. Sorry, <laughs> just uh, but yeah, Hearthstone's a great example because, especially like, it's a very chill game. Yeah. Because it's a card game, and uh, for those if you're gaming on a budget, it's free. Mm-hmm. So it's a great game for like it's something everyone can play. Yeah. So and that's why something like Fortnite is so successful. Mm. Like you'll see a lot of the top games are free to play because of that. Yeah. Um, because the average viewer can watch someone who's good at it and then learn from it and then they can improve their play. Yeah. Um, but again, something as we said, Hearthstone's such a chill game where you can really although there's a lot of strategy involved in it and a lot of thought process to everything you do, mm. the game itself is very relaxed for the streamer and the viewer. So there's this really good connection between the viewer and the chat yeah. and the game. Yeah. Because you really want a synergy between all three. Because if you have the streamer only focusing on the game, say something like Fortnite where you're like top three or something like that and you're playing real hardcore to try and win, you're not looking at chat. Mm. And if you're not looking at chat when things are getting hype, chat's not like getting the interaction they fully want they might be getting the result they want but they might not be getting the interaction and yep. that interaction can deter some people yeah whereas something like hearthstone you can communicate with them through every step of that game yeah exactly and that's that's a huge difference when it comes to game selection mm. now if you do use salinome as um your reference for i guess looking at different numbers and all that sort of stuff you need to set it to the most watched because some people click on the average viewer ratio and get games that you know a three a forty thousand viewer average ratio twenty one thousand. However, you need to go with the most watched because you could have a high viewer average ratio, but no one's watching the stream. Yeah, the those high viewer watch ratios are speed runners. They're professional streamers mm. who have been you know already have a that massive established yep. audience you know if someone like ninja plays um i don't know say digimon world 2003 yep. i don't know just a game randomly off my shelf he plays something like that i guarantee you that game will have an average viewership yep. of like 30 40,000 because it'll have one just, streamer and the insane yeah. it just skews it so you want to be looking at the most watched and i like to set it to the last 30 to get a, a good mm. sort of perspective and then just go from there. So a game that I actually got into was Spellbreak because that had about a, an mm. 80, um, last time I checked, it was about, I think it was between 60 to 80 average viewer ratio. Whereas the games that I was playing, I was like, well, I wonder why these aren't growing my channel. Because it was sitting mm. on about six. So as soon as yeah. I got into Spellbreak, I got, uh, not, not a lot, but a few more followers, a lot, you know, new people coming in. I got people who mm. wanted to play with me. You know, it's it, it was just it just it was the a numbers were interaction. Yeah. So this you know, is. Go ahead. Again, it's it's picking that game where you can where you have that synergy between the game, the player, yeah, and the chat. Because Spellbreak, depending on how you play, if you play Pixel Shorn's uh, Chicken Shit <laughs> style, you can interact with chat pretty much the whole game. Yeah. If you play my style, you know you'd have to have a little more experience when it comes to reading chat. Yeah. But the game like yeah it's quick but it's not like so fast paced you can't interact with chat while shit's going on yeah so definitely do that yeah but as we're kind of coming to a close at the end of the day should you stream solely for numbers no not in my opinion you should always stream for fun you know 
don't go into it to make money don't go into it expecting anything other than to have fun yeah. playing the game you want to play yeah. and maybe some people will come hang out along the way you might make some fantastic friends you never know yeah as i said before your chat or any viewers that come in they're not idiots mm. if you're sitting no. there and you are fake hyping things up they're gonna see right through it if you are mm. bored out of your mind they're gonna see right through it mm. so play games that you actually enjoy because once you enjoy it you're going to be having a lot more entertainment you're going to have you know great commentary you're going to have a great vibe in your mm. stream and from there people who are coming into your stream are then going to enjoy it a lot more which means that they're going to be more mm. likely to stay because hey everyone has limited time so they're going to go ahead and say cool this person is really entertaining to watch it's going to be worth my time to sit there and engage and watch their content if you are bored out mm. of your mind playing a game purely for views no one is going to spend their time watching you stream yeah it's just it's not a fun experience as a viewer no um just to give one really quick example before we do have to wrap up uh pixel the other day i've mentioned his jack stream uh, but it was a really good example of things going wrong and things going right mm. at different points. And he had the game crash on him and he was just upset about it. And we all do that where you have technical difficulties and it pisses you off because yeah. you just want things to work, especially after a long day of work. And us, the chat, in a situation like that, who know him, are willing to sit there and make jokes and try to make things. So it cheers him up a little bit, gets him back in that mood. And that's the joy of picking a game that you can enjoy. Mm. Even when something annoying like that happens and can really sour your mood, yeah. where a chat can come in, even if you're sitting at like, you know, tens ecstatic, zeros, just absolutely awful. You've gone from like a six, seven down to a four. Yeah. Chat can get you back up to that five, six. And then, you know, the stream will start snowballing and things will start to go yeah, right. Exactly right. And look, I completely agree with that. And this is the thing, like, you know, if you're enjoying yourself, the people who are there will stick around or they could even bring people in. But if you are playing a game that's overhyped, you need to realize mm. that the way that Twitch is set up, you, let's say, let's say you operate at zero to three viewers. Mm. If you're playing a game, the vast majority of viewers. exactly. If you are playing a game that has just come out or is really, really overhyped um, and there are hundreds of thousands of people playing, you need to realize that you being between the zero to three viewer range you are sitting in a pool of hundreds, if not thousands of people who are above and below you in that zero to three range. Not to mention the, pe the people who are three to five, five to seven, seven to ten. You could get 50 viewers, all that sort of stuff. So you are buried below so many people. So when you are playing a game, it absolutely is vital to go ahead and look at these numbers just to give yourself the best opportunity and, and potential to grow as you know, and as we said, make sure it's a game that you actually enjoy. Don't play yeah. just for the views and the numbers because you're just going to kill streaming. It's going to feel like a chore because especially if you have a long day at work, you're going to come home and be like, great. Now I have to sit there for two, three, four hours and pretend to care about a game that I really mm. just, you know, you could be playing it for months and you just yeah, don't 100%. care about it anymore. And as I said earlier, I want you guys to take away from what pixel has said learn how the numbers work don't worry about them specifically understand why they are what they are yeah so because if you know why does this stream have a forty thousand viewer average you know 
don't look at the numbers at face value understand them and mm. it's going to make life a lot better when it comes to game selection but as we've said golden rule play what you want to play yep you know but say you've got a few games you like and one tends to get more viewers than the other i'd probably go with the one that gets more views yep. you know that's if you want to get the views you want the exposure you want to build a career out of it play it smart look at the numbers mm. do what you enjoy but also mesh that with things that are going to push your career to the direction that you want so mm. i think we've covered most things now um is there anything yeah. else that you need to add you want to add uh no i think we've pretty much covered everything um as always guys if you have any questions please hop on that discord ask ask us um you know if you've got people in your communities ask if they'd like to watch you play certain games things like that you know get as we've said a million times you really want to force that interaction the more interaction you have the more likely people are to stick around yep 100 percent all right, cool. Well, we'll wrap up now then. Um, again, for people who may have forgotten, whereabouts can we find you on your socials? Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Carlic, Instagram forward slash Carlic with an underscore at the end, same for Twitter, and YouTube, just look up Carlic, and it's the one with the most Sizz-like picture because he is my spirit animal, and this time I can speak. <laughs> um, now, uh, I was debating whether to make the OnlyFans joke, but I gave up on it. Um, <laughs> but it's still there so you know still <laughs> uh but yeah so and definitely as i said i'm going to say it a million times join that discord of pixels if you want to ask me anything if you want to ask him anything or anyone in the community everyone there is fantastic yep uh, but yeah thank you so much guys for listening to another one if you've made it this far again i do appreciate um you listening if you did like it or find it helpful at all of anything that we said today or any other podcast please go ahead and leave a rating or a like or a heart whatever it is on whatever platform you're listening to this on um it very much helps out the the podcast and the algorithms um but yeah take care guys stay safe and we'll see you in the next upload bye